0: Welcome to episode three. Um, before I jump into the episode, I do just want to put like a little, I guess, disclosure on this one, um, for like a trigger warning, just because I am going to be discussing loss and grief and the grieving stages in the process and, and things like that. And I just know that that maybe, maybe is a topic that some people don't like to hear about, don't want to talk about. And I get that, um totally understand, can relate to that. So if that's you, I just wanted to give you like the full disclosure, um, you know, in the spirit of being fully transparent, I thought it was a good idea to just kind of get that out there. Um, secondly, I will be sharing my, my personal experience with grief and my coping, um, you know, my experience, but I'm not going to be sharing specific details as far as the passing of my dad, Um, just because at the end of the day, like it's not, I'm not the only one who lost someone, Um, you know, it's not totally my story, if you will, to tell, you know, I have a brother, I have family that, you know, also lost someone, so I'm I'm not going to get into like the specifics of all of that, but I, what I really want to do in this episode is honestly just like discuss how we grieve and like the different stages that we go through and just things that have helped me along the way. Um, because unfortunately, you know, loss is a part of life and it will be one of the hardest things that you go through but it will also be something that does help you grow and it just, it sucks that something so terrible like that can be flipped around and like a, a learning process or like a this helped me grow kind of thing. But um, that's really why I want to talk about it. I think that people really close up and get shy when we want to talk about, when someone wants to talk about grief or, or loss, um, I'm one of those people, <laughs> I don't, you can ask anyone in my life, I do, not, um, I do not like to talk about it, but I felt like doing it like this as an episode, it's almost like a little bit of an outlet for me personally, so something that is hopefully going to help me and in turn hopefully help someone else, so let's jump in. Loss is one of those things in life that you just don't understand unless you've gone through it. It's like this really crappy club that no one wants to be a part of, but too often we are just forced to be. Um, I remember so vividly the last time that I saw my dad before he passed away and then just like rushing back to the hospital. I mean, parts of that are just so burned in my brain but then there are other parts where I will be having a conversation with someone and they'll mention something else that happened and it's like those parts I just blocked out like my brain is protecting me from those memories of all that pain and I think that happens to all of us like a a defense mechanism our brain is just protecting us from that pain Um, and you know I titled this episode you won't be sad forever because I believe it Um, you might be sad for a long long time but you won't be sad forever. There will come a time when you can talk about the person without breaking down in tears. You'll be able to remember something about them or something they said. And instead of crying, you will laugh or smile. Um, I mean, I still have moments where I think of something and it makes me cry. But then other days, I can talk about things with people and smile or laugh. So it's really just like this ever-changing feeling. Um I'm sure that we all know what the five stages of grief are, but just in case anyone doesn't, um, there are five emotional states to grief, and they are in order, supposedly. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I don't think that these are one-and-done kind of emotions either. Like, I think you can go through... All of them from denial all the way to acceptance. And then one day just find yourself back at square one, back in denial. You know, personally, for me, I think anger was the easiest one to be in. It's easy to be angry at the world, angry at anyone and anything. It's easy to push people away. And almost like you resent people for for not feeling what you're feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was easy for me to be angry. That emotion just came the most natural. And I just... I soaked in that for a long time. Um, you know, I think that we grieve at our own pace and it's so inappropriate, if you will, you know, when you see someone six months, six years later, and they're still, maybe they're still angry or they're still upset. They're still in denial. They're still, you know, they still haven't accepted it. Like that's okay people grieve at their own pace it's not it's not up to us to then say you're still angry you're still upset you're still dwelling on that I mean I I just I will never wrap my head around someone feeling the need to question how someone else grieves you know if someone needs to lock themselves in a room for a week straight or needs to fly to Mexico for a week I don't think we should ever tell someone how their grieving is wrong or question it you know if it's a safety issue I, I can understand that like respectfully stepping in but you know, unless you've gone through it, you just you don't know how it feels and it's it can be so hard to pull yourself out of that rut um you know it, and this could be any significant loss you know I speak as someone who lost a parent, but this could be a friend, a sibling, God forbid a child it's just it's just no one's place to ever question how how someone else chooses to grieve there's that saying you don't know what you have until it's gone, and it's just so true you know we take for granted all the small everyday little things like a phone call or a text message. I used to call my dad every day after work and I would still reach for the phone even for like a solid year after he passed just out of habit. And, you know, we just always think we have time. Um, One thing that my dad did always say is I don't have time. We don't have time. And I just never looked at that from his perspective. And it sucks because I think about that. And like, I live with that thought. Um, you know, just thinking about hearing him say that all the time, I just want to go back and kick myself because I just didn't get it. And I think that's part of what I meant about me being in denial about him even being sick. I just didn't look at a lot of things from his perspective. Like I was just the one making sure his medicine was filled, his bills were paid, like his doctor's appointments were set up. I don't think I let myself grasp the fact that he was actually sick. And when we're younger, the idea of loss almost doesn't seem real it seems like so far off that we just don't take it seriously think of it seriously I don't know we think we have all this time we we think we have forever but we don't and I am just so almost painfully aware of how I spend my time and who I spend my time with and I'm very intentional with it and it it just it sucks that it took a loss for me to kind of come to terms with that you know I think that's something that I've learned you know spend time with people who matter don't sweat the small stuff don't hold grudges like I just look at life with a totally different lens now I just remember having so much love and so much support around me right after it happened people reached out to me that I hadn't talked to or seen in years and it was so heartwarming just to hear all these different stories about my dad that people wanted to share it brought all these different emotions between happy and sad you know, those first few days after it happened and the days around the service and the funeral, those days were so hard. They were tough, but they weren't the hardest ones. I do want to share um, this clip from a show. It is a scripted TV show, but the writing in it explains explains it so well. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play it. it. just It's something that resonated with me. Ironically enough, I heard it or I watched this episode shortly after everything happened and I just remember that exchange and I was thinking how spot on that actually was. So I'm going to go ahead and share that real quick. Today is pretty much going to be the worst day of my life. I'm not sure that I need to start it off by bonding with you. No offense. None taken. Great. Thanks for the water. Hey, Blondie. Day of your life. Today and tomorrow, it's a cakewalk. There will be people around you day in and day out like they're afraid to leave you alone. The worst day, that's next week. And there's nothing but quiet. Just adds up. I think I have yet to get through that scene without tearing up or crying because it is just. It's so true. You have all these people that are around you. You're almost just in this haze of going through the different motions, thanking people for their condolences. I mean, it's almost robotic, but it's after all of that. When everything sets in for you, everyone else is back to their day-to-day routine, but you're still the one grieving. You're still coping. You're still trying to get by and trying to manage everything. You know, during that time for me, it was just so important that I stay connected to the people that I loved. Um, and the people that loved me, I felt even more connected to them. It it brought me this sense of urgency to just want to spend every second with the people that I loved. And it changed me. The loss changed me. Um, I let it make me stronger. I let it make me more decisive, more assertive, braver. Um, my mom, she always says, my personality is just like my dad's. And if you, if you were to know my dad, he, You know, he was very sarcastic, very stubborn, but he was also very goofy and funny and talented. And I mean, truly like build an arc kind of talented. So I think that when we, when we experience loss, it's, it's helpful for not just you, but for other people too, because, you know, people close to you are also experiencing the loss and you kind of want to just be in this community together to help each other. And I think that it's important to stay close to the people who remind you of that person um, to try and be all the best parts of that person that you lost. I read a quote once that said, um, grief is just love with no place to go. But I think that just pouring that love into the people that you still have is the best way that you can let out all of that emotion as humans. We have a basic need for connection. I mean, we are programmed to do life together as friends, as couples, as family, and we only have so much time i i mean i can't stress that enough that is just that piece about having only so much time is just engraved in my mind so grieve how you feel is necessary and for as long as you need but don't forget about the people around you who want to help and they might not know what to say they might not know how to approach you so if you need someone just tell them and Side note too, there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeing a therapist to help you get through a loss, even if you you only see them one time. Sometimes just one conversation where you can let out all the emotions, talk things through. Maybe you just cry for an hour straight. I mean, all of that can be helpful. Experiencing loss is hard. You know, there's no denying that. You You think of all these different things that they will miss out on. Or the things you didn't get to say or didn't get to do. I mean, oh gosh, I, I get it. I get it. But let it make you brave. Let it change how you see the world. Let it influence how you live. I remember I remember thinking, man, I would give my left arm to wake up from this <laughs> crazy, terrible nightmare. And it, it just reminds me every day how fleeting these moments are. You know, I, I hope if you've experienced a loss that you have found a way to find peace. Or even if you haven't found that piece just yet, to know that that's okay too. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a big believer in signs. Um, I, I feel my dad's presence all the time, and I, whenever I see a red cardinal, I see my dad. I, you know, hi dad, what's up? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where he shows up at all these the right moments, and I know butterflies are talked about in that sense too. Ladybugs, you know, I had a ladybug in our condo on my wedding day. So he's there. They are there. I I choose to believe that they are still with us. Um, whether you believe that too is up to you. First and foremost, I want to thank you if you got to the end of this episode. <laughs> because I know that it was emotional and personal and really... I don't want to say a downer, but just, it's a hard topic. You know, no one likes talking about it. No one likes thinking about it. Um, so I, I just thank you for kind of sticking around and listening to it. It's it's always helpful for me to to write down how I'm feeling. And that's kind of what I did here. Um, I'd be lying if I told you that I got through this whole thing without having to pause for cry breaks, but I'm a human, <laughs> so I, I can't say that, but at the end of the day, it's it's therapeutic for me to write things down. Um so I don't know if maybe that's something that you're into as well if you're experiencing this if you were struggling writing things down is easier for me than talking to people in most cases because when I write things down I feel like I can just spit out what whatever is um on, on my brain at that time and it doesn't have to make sense. It's just words on paper, you know. So I hope this episode was relatable for you. If it's not something that you can relate to then I'm happy for you because that means that you haven't experienced you know this kind of heartbreak and I hope that maybe if there is someone in your life who maybe has experienced this that this will kind of nudge you to to reach out to them to check on them see if they're okay see if they want to talk about anything Um, I know it can be a touchy subject so I just appreciate you being here